Hey guys, my name is Lisa M. Waring and this is Real Talk, a podcast where I discuss movies and TV more extensively and how art imitates life, imitates art. I'm dropping a poll this Friday to give you guys a chance to vote for the final foodie movie I watch for the month. So look out for that. In the meantime, let us continue our movies with food theme with the 2022 comedy thriller, The Menu. It's currently available on Hulu. Spoilers ahead. Let's get into it. Tyler and Margo are waiting at the dock. Tyler is taking Margo to an exclusive restaurant on an island. Clearly, Margo was out of his league. But get this. The price tag is $1,250 per head. Damn. This food better be good. The boat arrives and it is small. This restaurant is uber exclusive. There are only allowed to be 10 to 12 guests per night. Along with Tyler and Margo, we have three trust fund douchebags, a pretentious critic and her lackey, a washed up actor and his publicist, I think, and an older couple. The older man locks eyes with Margo, who gets nervous and looks away. I think she knows him. Everyone on board is treated to a welcome dish of some local raw oyster with a mignette emulsion with lemon and caviar on an oyster leaf. I'm telling you guys right now, I'm going to probably be butchering some of these names. So apologies in advance. Margo goes to grab hers and Tyler bats her hand away so he could take a picture. See, the way my reflexes are set up, they eat the dish and Tyler is gushing over it. Margo's like, it's okay. They arrive to the island where they are greeted by Elsa, who is just making sure that everyone's name is on the guest list. Margo's isn't. Tyler was supposed to be coming with someone else, but he corrects her and tells her things have changed. The other person isn't coming anymore. Sounds shady, but go on. Marco seems fully aware of the change, so. Elsa gives them a tour of the island where they see how the staff grows, gathers, and cooks all the food. I mean, all the food. They grow their own vegetables, raise their own livestock, they even have bees. The staff and the chef all live on this island where every day they wake up at the crack of dawn to liquefy, slaughter, ferment, marinate, you name it. Every day. They have no lives. The guests arrive to the banquet hall where they see the staff cooking and prepping their food in the kitchen. They are instructed not to take any pictures of the dishes that they are served. Chef Slowick enters and he looks over at Margot with a serious expression. I wonder what's that all about? Time for an appetizer? A a mouche-bouche, which is... Cucumber melon with snow charred lace. I don't know what that is. The pretentious critic immediately starts critiquing the dish in the presentation. Tyler is sneaking pictures. The publicist is trying to quit on the movie star. Then Chef Sulfic claps his hands, getting everyone's attention. The whole kitchen stops. It's unnerving. 
He instructs them not to eat. They must taste, savor, relish. They are served the first course, titled The Island, which is plants from around the island, placed on rocks, covered in barely frozen, filtered seawater. I'm sorry, is this food? I believe they mentioned there being scallops somewhere in there. Time for the second course. Is he going to keep doing that? Apparently, this is something he does at every course. This time, he includes the origin story of bread and how it was originally for just the poor and for the common man. But none of them are common, so no bread for any of them. He serves them what is called a breadless plate with savory condiments. No one, except for Tyler, is pleased. And yes, to answer your question, I will be referring to these people as the pretentious critic, the douchebags, the older couple, the actor, the publicist. Makes it easier. The pretentious critic is tearing down the elements of the plate while Tyler is praising it. Margot informs him, the chef is insulting you. Tyler disagrees. Margot doesn't know what she's talking about. She's not a foodie like him. Rude. The douchebags are kind of upset. They want some bread. They call Elsa over and they try to pull the you know how we are card. Doesn't work. Elsa says, no, no bread for you. Chef comes over to Margot and Tyler's table. Tyler's excited. Chef is more interested in Margot and the fact that she's not eating. Why isn't she eating? Margot's not hungry. Chef wants her to eat. She should be eating. Let me tell you something about Margot. Margot will eat when she wants to eat, which is exactly what she tells him. Girls got some sass. Third course arrives, and this one's called Memory. The backstory on this dish is of Chef Slovik's youth when he was protecting his mother from his drunk father one night and stuck a pair of scissors in his dad's thigh. <gasps> this is getting dark. They are served house-smoked press chicken thigh al pastor with their own tortillas made with her heirloom masa. Basically, they got served a chicken thigh with a tortilla. But they have printed on the tortillas specific images personal to each table. The tortillas on Marco and Tyler's table show Tyler sneaking pictures. They were watching you. The critics' tortillas show restaurants that she has reviewed that are closed. The douche tortillas show an entire bank account statement for the Cayman Islands on their tortilla. I guess this is money they don't want the government to know about. What are these? These are tortillas, which contain Echo Bright's tax records and other documents showing how your company has created invoices with fake charges. The douches threaten Elsa. We gonna have this place shut down by morning. Oh, no, that won't be necessary. Elsa isn't phased, which is kind of like a red flag to me. They should have been more concerned. 
At the older couple's table, the wife sees her husband with another woman on the tortilla. Interesting. Tyler is very upset about seeing himself on the tortilla. He's concerned that Chef is mad at him or he's not very happy. So Margo tries to get someone's attention to get the food taken back. Tyler yells at her, don't do that. You don't send the food back. He snaps and calls her a child. Excuse me, sir. You can't talk to me that way. Actually, I can because ding dong, I'm the one who's paying. So maybe shut up and eat. I was like that. All right. The fourth course is up. I forgot to mention this is a sixth course meal. For the fourth course, they spread out a white sheet on the floor and sous chef Jeremy comes and stands on it. He is the creator of this next dish called The Mess. Slovak begins to talk about how talented and good Jeremy is, but he's not great. His dish represents the mess you make of your life when you give everything you have, including your body. Then Jeremy shoots himself in the head. The guests are shocked. Everyone's thrown off. What's happening? The staff comes along, wraps him up in the sheet, and just carries him away like it's, everything is normal. Everyone is freaking out, except for the food critic who thinks it's all a big show. This, this is just theater. And Tyler, who is not phased at all. Chef Solvik tells everyone to calm down. It's fine. And they are served their meal of pressure-cooked vegetables, roasted filet, potato confit, beef just bone marrow again i know i'm butchering some of these pronunciations apologies everyone is still stunned so chef yells eat and they obey except margo she's looking around she's looking at tyler what the heck is going on tyler just starts eating no questions asked the old couple has had it so they get up to leave and the husband is making quite a fuss so the staff grab him and elsa asks him which hand he doesn't know what she's talking about. So she says, okay, I'll choose a hand. They cut off the ring finger on his left hand. Ah! Everyone is horrified. Again, except for Tyler and the food critic and her lackey who swear up and down. This is a show to impress them. Someone's got quite the ego. It's clear now. They're all trapped in that room. <laughs> Chef has Marco come meet her in the kitchen. He asks her, who are you? Are you with us or them? She expresses that this menu has a plan and she wasn't part of the plan. Margo wonders if she chooses to be with them, does she get to live? We're all going to die tonight. Isn't that right? Yes, sir! I'm sorry. Did everyone just agree that they're going to die tonight? He asks her, do you want to die with those who give or those who take? Margo doesn't answer and goes back to her seat where she slaps Tyler, who again is unfazed by the slap. And instead he starts whining about how she got to go back there and see and be with the chef. And he didn't. My dude, what is wrong with you? It's time for a palate cleanser. Wild bergamot and red clover tea. They got served tea. All right. I'm tired of saying these names wrong. They demand to know why are they there and what is happening? So Chef starts telling them. The critic has killed off careers with her reviews. He cues the lights and they see outside the angel investor who owns the restaurant is hanging from wires with wings on, 
cute. Slovak has him released into the ocean like a fallen angel where he is drowned. Slovak says, now I am free. Chef calls Marco to the back again where they have a discussion about being servers in the industry and how he can spot a fellow server. And that's when you realize Margo is an escort. That explains a lot, actually. I haven't desired to cook for someone in ages. And one does miss that feeling. Chef has everyone go outside and line up for their fifth course, which is called Men's Folly. He says the male diners have a chance to escape. The men all start running. The older husband actually leaves his wife. You butthole? Except for Tyler. Tyler stays. He wants his courses. Chef makes him run away anyway. You too. The women are taken back inside where they sit down for their course. Men's Folly is Dungeons Crab, fermented yogurt whey, dried sea lettuce, umbashi and kelp. Sounds yummy. Mmm. The cooks find and catch all the men. They kind of suck at this. We found out that Margot's real name is Erin. But for the sake of conclusion, I'm going to just keep calling her Margot. Once everyone is returned and sat back in the dining room, Chef approaches Tyler's table and asks him why he's there. Tyler just wants to experience good food. <laughs> Turns out Tyler knew the plan all along. And apparently his girlfriend broke up with him before he could bring her there. And he decided to hire Margot because Chef does not accept single reservations. He brought her there to die. Margot attacks him. That's right. Get him, girl. Chef has Tyler go into the kitchen and cook in front of everybody. Tyler's having a mini breakdown. On screen, they show you the mess that he makes. It's called Tyler's Bullshit. Uncooked lamb, an inedible chalet, leek butter sauce, utter lack of cohesion. Chef whispers something into Tyler's ear, which crushes him. We don't get to hear what it is, but it was heavy enough that Tyler walked into another room and suspended himself from the ceiling by the tie. <laughs> Chef then sends Marco on an errand to get a barrel. Marco instead goes to Chef's house and finds a secret room. Elsa has followed her and tries to kill her. They wrestle for a little bit, but Marco gets the upper hand and that's the end of Elsa. In the secret room, she sees framed articles of Chef Slovak when he was young. He looks happy then. She sees an employee of the month picture of a very young chef flipping burgers, happily smiling. She finds a radio and calls for help. A boat arrives with the Coast Guard guy. Everyone is relieved. They think they're saved. It's a fake out. Turns out it was one of Slovik's lackeys, just messing with them. It is now time for the final course. They're all gonna die. Margo gets an idea. She tells him she does not like his food and she wants to send it back. Ouch. You know what I'd really like? Tell me. A cheeseburger. With fries. Ooh! Get him, girl. Mm. 
Slowa goes to make it for her. You can see him smiling as he's making it, enjoying himself. He brings it to Margo, who takes a bite. I mean, this burger, it looks amazing. I'm so hungry. Margo bites into it and enjoys it. She says that she's full, though, and wants to take her food to go. He packs up her food with a gift bag and lets her go. No one moves to go with her. Margo walks out and gets on the boat that the fake Coast Guard had arrived on. Sloa collects the money for the bill, which is freaking hilarious considering no one's walking out of there alive, but okay. He makes a speech to the room, telling them how in their own way they represent the ruin of his life. They coat the table and chairs with graham crackers and fudge and chocolate, and they put marshmallow coats on everyone with chocolate hats. He's turning them into s'mores, cool and gross. As the place goes ablaze, you can see Margo on the boat watching from a safe distance, eating her cheeseburger. She takes the menu out in from her gift bag and wipes her mouth with it. Roll credits. My thoughts. This is a ridiculous, outrageous movie, and I love it. I love the comic way they approach the divide and mentality between the upper class and the lower class. Marco represents those of us without money and power and prestige. We, like her, think that these people have spent too much time answering to no one or getting their own way, and they are out of touch with reality. We have reached the base camp of not bullshit. This is insane. They even had to struggle or fight for their survival the way Margot has. I think this makes her more observant. She sees things and gives her a primal survival instinct that allows for her to outsmart Slovak. These people go along with the status quo and the norms of etiquette. They don't really make a concerted effort to try to escape. And even given the opportunity, they do a poor job of it. To be fair, if I was running for my life at night on an island in fancy clothes and shoes, I would probably also have a hard time getting away. Slovak has turned his kitchen into a cult. And like any good cult leader, he has a gimmick. They strive for perfection in food. And when they realize that perfection cannot be attained the way they see fit, there is no purpose left in their lives. Life is lost on meaning. They willingly sacrifice themselves. And the crazy thing is, by the end of the movie, Slovak has convinced the guest that they are unworthy contributors to society and need to be cleansed. We can be subsumed and made anew. Thank you. They go right along with it. They don't even fight him by the end. They sit there as willing participants as he sets the place on fire. No running, no screaming, no pushing, no shoving. They just sit there and accept it. He hit them where they live and they bought into his madness. When Margo sneaks to Chef's house, you see his house is set up exactly as the restaurant. Even when he's away, food is always on his mind. He never has any real break or peace. His obsession consumes him top to bottom. The sad thing about Slovak is that he makes us realize that sometimes even 
in the things that we love and the passions we have for them, our happiness and joy can be robbed. Slovak essentially gave everything he had to reach the top, only to realize that the top had nothing for him but heartache and emptiness. But he was not about to go out alone. I love you all. We love you, As many as he could with him. And he even convinced Jeremy that he would never be great and he would also be miserable. Nothing is wrong with having ambitions and dreams, but sometimes the peace in the simplistic, low-key parts of our journey is where we tend to be the most happiest. Be happy where you are because more does not guarantee happiness. The level of ego on this critic was amazing to watch. Her lackey's lines, they had me laughing. This is incredible, right? The acting is astonishing. The fact that it took her so long to realize the crazy circumstances unfolding in front of her were not for her. Now she is someone whose level of delusion is unmatched. When the husband from the older couple tries to leave, Elsa has his hand cut off. I think that she purposely picked the ring finger of the left hand because of how he defiled his marriage. Tyler idolizes chefs and cooking and the industry. To him, it's his God. And he wants chef to like him. But the issue with Tyler is he's a imposter. He's a poser. He knows the tools he knows the methods do you make that with a paco jet exactly right sir yeah you know, a paco jet can produce a powderized uh, snow-like texture but he doesn't understand how to implement this he can't cook and i think that is what chef can't stand about him he is not a real artist he's an imposter what happens to an artist when he loses his purpose? Well, Slovak went nuclear. He mentions how angry he is with the washed up actor's last movie. How it was garbage. How he had not taken his craft seriously. Slovak was very angry about wasting one free day that he had had in months to watch this garbage movie. Slovak compromised himself to get to the top and he saw where the actor was compromising his own morals artistically for a buck. That is probably why I think angered him the most. But Marco helped him find his love for cooking again before he died. So cheers to that. Funny enough, my sister and I first saw this in theaters. And when the movie was done, we were in the mood for burgers. So we went and got some. Advertising works, guys. It does. I probably would have made s'mores too, but honestly, I don't like s'mores, which I don't understand. I like graham crackers. I like chocolate. I like marshmallows. Put them together. No, I don't get it either. This movie had so much to say. I know I didn't cover everything. So hit me up in the comments and let's talk about it. Next week, I'm checking out the 2020 drama Uncorked. Available on Netflix. So give it a watch. If you enjoyed hanging out with me today, please hit that like button. Subscribe. Ring that notification bell so you can always be up to date on what's going on. We're also on Spotify, Amazon Music, 
iHeartRadio, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'll put the links in the description. Later.